Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? This is Phoebe. This is Mike. This is episode 21 of the Mike and Phoebe show. Today we have a very special uh, guest in studio for the city of Paris. This is Stephen Hale. He is the public information officer joining us today. Hey, Stephen. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Always good to be on the show. Fantastic. Yeah. It's been a while since we uh, talked yes. to you. So we got a lot to catch up on. A lot to catch up on. That's yeah. Right. So um, tell us about the health fair that went on at the end of April. How did uh, that all go? That was that was such a great event. I got to go out that day and actually brought my kids out. Um, they got to hop around on all the bouncy houses and uh, make all the arts and crafts. And it was just a really good event for our community members to come out. Big emphasis on health initiatives and some of our health programmings. We had a ton of, uh, as advertised, we had a ton of different um, health vendors that were out there. Folks were able to go and get, you know, blood tests, blood checks. Um, they could get COVID tests. They could get glucose checks, um, you know, simple heart checks and stuff like that. There's all kinds of stuff like that. There was other vendors they could enroll for healthcare programs or uh, maybe even get signed up for like fitness classes. We had a lot of fitness demonstrations. I know our staff worked tirelessly to get that event uh, up and running. And then, of course, at the end of it, you know, we had a ton of bicycles that were out there that we raffled off to our community. So there was... A um, lot of smiling faces for the whole community to, you know, to go around. Um, it was just a good event. It, it lasted uh, about four or five hours, and um, it was a great day for it too. The weather wasn't wasn't overly hot. It wasn't, you know, too windy or anything like that. So, uh, the health fair is always a a big um, community staple that uh, everybody asks about and looks forward to. And it was another successful event this year. We were very very glad to put it on right there on the city hall campus. Yeah, Mike and I went. It was a beautiful day, and um, it was great to see all the community people mm -hmm. out there. And I know everyone was excited to see who won the raffles for yeah. the bikes. Oh, yeah. 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 How many bikes were there um, out there? You know, I want to say they gave out somewhere between 35 and 40 bikes wow. uh, for for the entire community. It was um, They had them in different categories. So, you know, they had, uh, you know, toddler bicycles, and then there's a 6 to 10 gap, and then, you know, early early teens, I guess. And then there's a, then they have the adult bikes as well. And so there's just different tiers for it, but that's always a big one. And that's, you know, that's one of our goals too, is just promoting health is to get out there and ride your bike a little bit. We've got tons of bike lanes throughout the city where you can transit, get in and out, even bike repair stations at various parks. Um, in case you ever get a flat tire or something like that. Um, there's, there's methods where you can do that. And so it's just another way for the city to really try and promote like a healthy eating and active lifestyle, um, as part of our heal initiative. So it was a, it was a great day just all around. And, uh, it's also good to put a couple smiling faces on some folks that, you know, when they win that bike, it's like, it's like they're winning the prices, right? Right. Like, ah, come on down. So everybody gets excited about it. It's good. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. We did enjoy the um, different health groups out there. The Zumba, mm -hmm. I think they had. Uh, another one that I really enjoyed was the um, alternate um, sports or alternate um, health class, I think it was, mm -hmm. for those that are disabled. Yeah, yeah uh, we had the really al nice alternative um, health class. And that's the thing, too, is there's a lot of people that don't um, have the means to work out or maybe they have certain... Uh, disadvantages to working out, um, but we still want to try and promote health where we can. And so there's, there's is something about having a little bit for everybody, um, and we wanted to do that. But there was tons of fitness classes. The Zumba folks, they get out there and 
you know, they get moving pretty quick. We had, we also had, um, you know, we had performances that happened at the stage, but going on in the gym, there was a ton of performances. I think that started as early as nine o'clock in the morning. They basically went throughout the afternoon. So, uh, I, I did peek into the gym. They, there's some folks in there with a full sweat and yeah, I, yeah. they were, yeah, they were sure. getting their daily workout in. Uh, that wasn't me this time, but, um, kudos to them. And it, it was just a good event to, to offer all those different kind of options. Yeah, it was great to see. We did pop into the gym. Um, they were doing the, um, what was it? It was like a boot camp um, yeah, kind of yeah. a setup, right? Yeah. Fitness yeah. boot camp. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Getting yeah. folks uh, introduced, which those are always the, those are always the tough ones. You got to dust the cobwebs <laughs> off and stretch those muscles out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but they're, they're good. We definitely, um, we definitely enjoyed having them. Hold my hamstring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. That was really good to see. That's awesome. Now, Tell me, uh, what about the Make-A-Wish Day? Yeah, so this past uh, city council meeting, um, our city council uh, on April 25th, Mayor Vargas and the Paris City Council, they issued a proclamation uh, for Make-A-Wish Day, which uh, this is part of the the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which everybody's probably heard of once or twice. Um, This is where there's kids that have chronic illness, critical illnesses, um, and we try and give them a little piece of joy as they're going through this struggle and they're trying to overcome stuff. So, April 29th is World Wish Day, according to, uh, that's the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And that honors the inspiration and the creation of the first Make-A-Wish um, child that was Chris Grecus. And his wish was to be a police officer for the day. Uh, and so that's kind of what inspired this uh, foundation to kind of generate this. And there's obviously chapters that are in Orange County, San Bernardino County, and then in the Empire Riverside County. And this was the 40th anniversary this year of uh, where Make-A-Wish has granted over 7,800 wishes to these children that have um, these critical illnesses. So, you know, it's a small gesture, right? But it yeah. means a lot to somebody that's going through something like that, especially kids. You know, right. you know, it's, it's tough to see kids who, um, you know, they have so much uh, life ahead of them and, and you want them to find some encouragement. You want them to keep fighting for what it is that they're going through. Um, there were some statistics that showed, uh, I think it was 95% of the wish alumni. So those who had received uh, their wish um, and 90% of their professionals said that they observed these children becoming more focused in their treatment once they received that wish. So that's a pretty big, um, that's a pretty big number for kids who can get really discouraged by not having light at the end of the tunnel, by not having any kind of positive stuff. So um, we're very honored to be a part of this. It's definitely close to our mayor and our city council's heart to try and do that. And so we wanted to declare that and the proclamation was issued. I want to get her name right to Miss Kelly Moran with the make a, make a wish foundation. And it was an honor of world wish day. So we want to send our, our condolences and our love to all those children, um, who are suffering from critical illnesses and just wish them all the best moving forward. It's definitely heartbreaking to see children go through that. And um, it's amazing to see that the Make-A-Wish Foundation is doing such amazing work to bring smiles to children's faces, give them um, more of a will to fight. Mm -hmm. You know, they're so young going through that and they're going through so much, but it's amazing work that they're doing. Yep. And it it really does make a difference. Mm -hmm. It makes a difference in their lives, but also in the family members' lives that those kids go through. So we were happy to be a part of that. That is amazing. Yeah, very nice. Very good. Now, tell me about the Development Services Grand Opening. We did see that on social media yes. as well. So we're so grateful and relieved to have this done. Our folks over, I have to give a huge shout out to um, Kenneth 
Fung. He's our director of development services. And then even Veronica Arana over um, with our uh, with our development services team who they have been in two different temporary locations since last December. Uh, the city just has had some shuffling around and moving some departments around. And so they're waiting for their new facility to get um, to get rebuilt. And so we did that. We modernized that entire facility. Uh, it's a one-stop shop or you can go in there and get your building permits. You could get your uh, plans. You can get plan check. Um, anything that has to do with housing is over there. Um, all your building needs. And they finally have reopened. Uh, they did that on April the 20th. April the 20th was their new grand reopening, I guess we would say. Um, and that's located back at their at their old stomping grounds at 135 North D Street. So if you're looking at City Hall, it is the building right next to it in the same property. So opposite of the Bob Glass Gym, it's kind of uh, on your way to community services right by the Paris Green Valley Farm. Um, and you got to go out there and see it because it's been newly renovated. They got all kinds of new office spaces, um, new facilities, and it, and it really is going to streamline some efficiencies. Our hope is to make sure that folks who, um, uh, even the simple building design and the structure and some of the, the um, restructuring of that department is going to help uh, make things quicker and get things out. You can also get your, um, uh, you can also do a ton of, of these things online uh, through our city website now, which also helps to streamline it. But that's our goal in this is just to get folks in and out um, with their building and housing needs. And uh, we're just excited to be back into, into our main building here. So everybody can kind of, I know our staff is really excited about it, but they can never, everybody can finally unpack and stop living out of boxes for a little bit. <laughs> so it's almost like being right back at home again. Exactly. <laughs> there you exactly. Go. Yeah. That's right. We'll have to definitely check it out. That's awesome. And um, talking about that, you want to tell me about the Meeting of the Mind Summit? What is that about? Oh, this was so important for us. We were so glad to be a part of this Um and we were honored to host uh, Dr. Angelo Farouk. He is the chairman of the California Workfare, Workforce Development Board. He was our keynote speaker for this little, we, it's called a summit. It's it's really a big um, discussion and planning session, you know, and this is centered around the, um, it's centered around the Downtown Skills Training and Job Placement Center, mm, which, you know, right. for short, we call the Skills Center. That's, we broke ground on that earlier this year. It's right down uh, off of D Street uh, across from Lagar. Um, but we're looking at what kind of programming to put in there and what kind of, um, you know, certification programs that we might have or what, are, what some, some classes are that we might have. So we brought in all these, uh, you know, subject matter experts from around the area and um, Dr. Farouk and, and his team, they came in and talked with our executive um, leadership team and some of our other local stakeholders on what some of these best practices are and what some of these best options are for how to proceed with that downtown skills center and job placement center that's going to be an amazing facility we're so excited to get that thing going it's not only going to be a resource for paris residents but we believe it's going to be a resource for the surrounding communities as well and uh especially in in, in consideration to advanced and alternative communication uh, excuse me not communication education well college isn't for everybody not everybody wants to go right. get a four-year degree True. and that's okay so let's have some alternatives, and we think that the um, the job center, the skill center, is going to be a great place for that. So the meeting of the mind summit was just that; it was some initial planning, really getting into the meat of this, uh, and we we just can't wait to get this thing up and running and show everybody what we have planned. Cool. Yeah, in the previous episode, um, I think it was Karina, you and Karina told us about the different um, 
classes vocations. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a ton of them. Yeah, and it's very exciting. Now I did have a, a side question. Sure. Um and this was just my own personal thing when we're driving down uh D Street. What about parking for the you know the building mm-hmm. itself is gonna be amazing. We saw, you know, uh, the pictures and things. Mm-hmm. But um tell me about the parking. Where where's the parking gonna be for that? So uh, they are working on integrating some parking uh, spaces into that facility, Mm -hmm. but in that particular area right across the street is the downtown metro area and there's a big parking lot that'll be right there which is where a lot of people park right now if you if you can't get one of those coveted you know parking spots in front of lagar right. uh you know you just hop right next there there's also the parking garage that's down there so there's a couple options that uh that folks will have we're still exploring that um and seeing what those options are early steps of this right now. So they're, they're just getting some of the foundation, but we're very aware about parking. You're not the only person that had that question. Uh, And, and I I know that it's something that our team is looking at uh, and how to implement. So hopefully we'll get some clarity on that. If, if they can put some on the actual location, I think that would be great. But if not, I know the fallback right there is that parking lot right behind uh, where the Metrolink station is. Yeah, and Metrolink uh, doesn't mind you uh, kind of sharing the parking lot. Yeah, there, there, there's uh, enough spaces that are dedicated to the Metrolink side that are still open to the general public side as well. Okay, that's yep. good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. that is a very big parking lot. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah. yeah. So um, tell me, and I saw this on social media. I see mm-hmm. everything on social media. Yeah. You guys post. <laughs> tell me about the Municipal Clerks Week. I did appreciate yes. seeing that post. Yes. Yeah. That, um, so we have to give a, a huge shout out to our team over at the at City Hall. Our city clerk Nancy Salazar and her team, uh, Judy over there, uh, assistant city clerk. They're such um, hardworking individuals. And this was the 54th annual Professional Municipal City Clerks Week, and that runs through from April 30th through May the 6th. Um, you know, the city clerk position is one of government's oldest positions. Uh, it goes all the way back to the almost the inception of government um, clerking and what that does. You know, these are folks that they handle all kinds of city codes, city ordinances, city policy. They keep records. They keep um, uh, they keep important documents, as not just that are current, but historical documents and his, historical archives of the city. We've had several city clerks throughout um, throughout our throughout our city's history. We actually have a video on Instagram and on our Facebook page and on our YouTube channel um, that our IT team did that was is so great on the history of city clerks in the city and um, some some of the amazing commitments that they've made. The city clerk's team is often overlooked. At times it can be a thankless job. It can be a thankless position, but it's something that we want to make sure we highlight about our, our entire team. I mean, there's a whole group of individuals and professionals that work in our city clerk's office and they keep the city running in a lot of ways. And so we wanted to make sure that we highlighted that 54, the 54th annual professional city clerk's week. So again, a huge shout out to Nancy Salazar, Judy over there and their entire city clerk's team, how great they are and everything that they do. Every city council meeting, planning commission meetings, you know, subcommittee meetings, all that kind of stuff. City clerks are involved. They keep the minutes, they keep the archives. And I, I, I think I, I think I speak for most of our city council or for our city council and, and most of our leadership team that we wouldn't be able to run the city effectively without the city clerk's office. They're a vital part of government. Um, but a lot of times they're not, they're not as visible. They're in the background. So it's just important to highlight them and say, thank you again for all the work that they do. 
Yeah, I definitely appreciated the video that you guys put out um, when you aired the Muse. I think it was yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah, that was the video that yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, and that about. was so educational. Yep. Mike and I were watching it and we were looking at Whoa. each other like, what? Oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't know this. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of hard work. It's, definitely, yeah. It was, it was a lot of work. I, th- I think it takes a special person to get into the weeds of city government and archives and minutes and record keeping and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we just can't say enough about the incredible work that those individuals do. That's amazing. Very nice. Um, so now I also saw on your Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. tell me about the Fossfield tennis courts. There's yep. a little bit of a uh, construction going around. Yeah, there, right? we have some. I know those tennis courts are popular. Uh, there's great lighting there. There's easy parking in yeah. there. And so people like to get in and um, uh, they like to you know, play tennis to all hours of the night. And we, we understand that. But it's time for some renovations. We're going to clean up some of that stuff in there you know, nets, courts, um, gates, all that kind of stuff, even some of the lighting. So we just have some renovations that are happening. There's a lot going on at Foss Field in general right now. Uh, Foss Field was awarded some grants. I don't have those numbers in front of me, but there's all kinds of renovations that are coming just to Foss Field in general. And so this is the part, um, this is the time where we're going to focus and trying to work on the tennis courts specifically. So we expect that construction to be done. Let's see, we're uh, we're early May right now. We're thinking it's going to probably trickle into the end of June, early July. And then when we know that everybody wants to get out there on those tennis courts. Obviously, it's great to play out in these cooler summer nights, you know, once the sun starts to set in that location. So our team's aware it's uh, it's something that needs to be done. And I promise you the facelift will be worth it whenever it's whenever we're done. Um, we'll just get those tennis courts cleaned up. So if you see some construction over there or you wonder why you come out with your tennis racket and suddenly you can't get in there, that's why these are these are good renovations coming to Foss Field tennis courts. Yeah, because I used to play on those uh, tennis courts when I was a kid yeah. with, uh, with my mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's going to be nice. I don't, I don't know when the last renovation was, but it might have been somewhere around that time. So yeah, they're just... 80s or early yeah. 90s. Yeah. So we're we're due for a we're due for a facelift on those tennis courts. I yeah. I think we'll all be pleased with how those turn out. Yeah. It's always exciting to see the changes too. You yeah. know, you remember what it looked like back in the day in the oh, 80s. Yeah, that's right. yeah, that's right. And then now you get that new new facelift. So yep. it's exciting to see. It'll be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Now, um, tell me about uh, the futsal program. The futsal program. Yes, we uh, so we have new fo- futsal courts over at Copper Creek Park, and now it's time to get a program going. So if you like soccer at all, then maybe futsal for, is for you. Um, we're taking registration. It's now open through May the 22nd. The league starts on the 23rd. So if you want to be a part of this league, you can go sign up on the Civic Rec portal of our website. Um, that's through our community services department. We could get you enrolled futsal. It's kind of like soccer. It's a little uh, more condensed version. Focuses a lot on ball control, uh, in and out of quick spaces and quick passing um, t- in, in these tight spaces. And it makes for a really exciting and intense game. So if you're somebody who... Maybe you don't want to get out on a huge soccer field and run 110 yards for an hour and a half <laughs> like me. Uh, <laughs> futsal could be a, a good alternative for you. And so we have our, our new uh, you know, our courts out at Copper Creek. Copper Creek is a beautiful park. Some of the renovations that that, that just thing just went through. So we're excited to get this program up and running. So if you're somebody who's interested in that, please go sign up on the Civic Rec portal uh, and get your spot today between now and May 22nd. Yep, that's when registration is. And is that a program for adults, or is that um, does it have a children's program too? Right now, we're looking for we're looking to see where signups are. I think mm-hmm. this is our first installment of it. Um, I, so 
sign up and we'll place folks according to skill level. We'll see how it develops. If we got enough, we might break it down into age groups and, uh, you know, maybe more kids, adults, or uh, we'll see how that goes. But we're just trying to get it up and running, see what our interest levels are on it. And so go sign up. And I, I think there's a spot where you can put your age and experience level as well. Very nice. So we'll have to check that out. Yeah. 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 Now, another thing that um, is very exciting to Mike and I, especially Mike, um, Cinco de Mayo. That's right. That's See, coming up. Mike's been waiting for this one. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, that's that's this Saturday. Yes. Cinco de Mayo. It's, a, it's the city's first ever Cinco de Mayo festival. Um, we're going to do it right there on the lawn at City Hall. Um, and it's just going to be a great festival celebrating the holiday uh, Cinco de Mayo, but I know why Mike's excited because there <laughs> is the salsa competition. Oh, yes. And so uh, if, if you're, if you're out there listening and you think you have a good salsa, you need to submit it in this competition and let Mike be the judge here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to taste that. Like, hmm. That's right. <laughs> Ooh, that one's hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's going to be a great day. We're really excited about it. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be an inaugural event. So, you know, there may be a kink or two that we have to work out for it, but that's, that's to be expected. Our community service team, they just put on such a great, uh, such great exhibits every time they have one of these. So this seemed to go right in line with some of their other work that they've done and we'll tailor it and make it Cinco de Mayo. And it's going to be, it's going to be a great day. And I promise Mike will get his fill of good salsas. (laughs) Many more to you take better off. you better bring a bottle of water, man. I hear there's some hot ones that are coming through. Oh, yeah, there's gonna be some at all. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's okay though. I, I, I'm good for it. Yep, that's good. Do you know how many entries are uh, specifically for this also competition? I have not seen the final numbers, oh. but I've been told it's quite a bit. There's oh. some. There's some. Wow. There's plenty of salsa gurus here oh. in the city of Paris. Man. And what are they going to have? Um, they're going to have uh, vendors, live music, yeah, some food and drinks. Around. Yeah, there'll they'll be a little bit of all of that. Um, there's going to be plenty of options, plenty of entertainment. I think they got some bands that are coming through as well. So nice. it's it's going to be a good event for the whole family to just kind of come out and hang out. We're hoping that the weather is really nice for us. It's been very windy the last few days. Yeah. And so we're hoping that that wind dies down just a little bit. But I think all in all, it's going to be a great event for the whole family. So bring the kiddos out. Bring a lawn chair if you want to. And just come and enjoy a, a good day of, of fun at the Cinco de Mayo Festival. Yes, absolutely. Nice. absolutely. We're so excited. And yeah. thank you to uh, Rachel at Community Services, yes. everyone there at City of Paris, to allow Mike to be a That's judge. That's right. I had, to, I had to get my friends in here. <laughs> thank That's you. Right. Thank you. Thank it's going to be good. Yeah. I think you, you helped us uh, pull the strings along, too. So that That's was right. really exciting. Now, um, another one that we attended was the September's Brewery and Eatery Groundbreaking Ceremony. Yes. You want to tell the, the folks about that? Yes, September's uh, Tap Room. We're so excited to see this come out. And let me just tell you, they are moving quickly. Uh, we're expecting this to open later this year, fall 2023. So they just broke ground last week of April, and they're ready to get this thing up and running. I believe it's right next to Corky's. Corky's yeah. Yep, right next door to Corky's. Um, September's tap room and brewery. It's going to, it's going to be a, a great spot there. This is a great place to go grab some wings. Um, they have some beers on tap. Um, you can watch the game. You can watch the fight. You can watch, you know, whatever, whatever kind of inter- sports entertainment stuff is. Uh, it's going to be a, a really cool spot there. I believe they have a location that's up in Rancho Cucamonga yes. and, people are excited about September's mm-hmm. it's because that, that does really well. And I know Paris has been looking for um, restaurants of that caliber and that type of stuff. It'll have a little outdoor patio as well. So you, in, in the nice weather, you know, you can sit out there. It's going to be a really cool spot and we're looking forward to it. And that should be coming out this fall, which 
right about the time football season gets underway. Oh, yeah. So I think that's a I think that's a good goal. Hopefully this next football season you can go head up to September's and catch the game over there. So September's will open in September. That, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, the the date we got was falls uh, fall. I don't know if it'll be September, but that would be kind of cool. September's yeah. to open in September. That's right. Yeah, That's we good. we were there and we saw the pictures of the um what the projected inside would look like. Mm-hmm. We checked oh, out yeah. the menu. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. So we're very excited too. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a good spot. And another very exciting thing that I saw, of course, on social media, I saw a picture of Mayor Michael Vargas yep. with the In and Out hat. Yep, it's happening. The, the, yeah. So tell me about that. Uh, this one is long time in the works. I know that the mayor. It even goes back to before I started working for the city of Paris. Team Paris has been working to try and get In-N-Out Burger to Paris. We are happy to say that's happening. It's we're finally here. Um, They have broken. uh, They've had some initial break uh, groundbreaking at the site, which is off of the I-215 and Nuevo Road. So there's the gas station. What is that? An an Arco, I think that's right there. Um, And then there's an El Pollo Loco kind of there. And then there's a there's flat land. And if you look at that flat land right now, it's not so flat anymore because there, you're starting to see some trucks and stuff going on. That will be the home of the new in and out coming to Paris. Oh. Now we think that that's going to probably realistically, we're going to say that's going to be um, maybe quarter one, quarter two of 2024. We're probably about a year out from where it is now. So as we're sitting here early May, um, I'm hoping that within a year you'll be able to go get your double double mic. <laughs> you can get to you can get to much in. Um, but this, we're so excited about this. This this one feels kind of like hey, we've been we're excited for all kinds of businesses to come in, but this is one that we've been wanting for a long time. We've been seeking it out, and it's finally happening. And I know that we'll have a good formal announcement. You know, we made the announcement last year at our state of the city. Um, uh, the 2022 state of the city. And that was just, we had just signed paperwork and finalized agreements maybe two days before the state of the city city event. And so now we're in the thick of this thing and it's, uh, it's starting to get underway. And if you start seeing those, you know, the buildings come up and all the trucks, that's where it's going to be right there at the 215 and Nuevo interchange right there. So we're excited about that. That's going to be a really good spot because the freeway exit is right there. The entrance, yeah. they could, everyone can just loop, loop yep. around and yeah. head it's in to uh, get the in and out. Perfect spot. So yep. exciting. And it's right there next to uh, uh, the Spectrum. Or is that Plaza de Paris? That's Plaza yep. de Paris. Uh, yes. Yep. So um, it's going to be right there. So you can, on your lunch break, you can run, grab an in and out burger. <laughs> then you can hop over to Burlington or Ross Dress for Less. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, that's what the goal is for this shopping center is it's it's supposed to be vibrant and it's supposed to be um, a lot of different options for eating and grabbing something quick on your lunch break. I know that I'm going to keep in and out moving. I love me some double doubles, yeah. um, oh, animal yeah. style with animal style fries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and it'll be nice to just have to hop one uh, one exit up from City Hall and yeah. go grab one of my lunch. So yeah, yeah. so exciting. We're very yeah. we're very stoked about this one. Nice. We're going to be excited, and we're going to stay on your social media to see any uh, kind of developments going on, any kind of extra pictures. So, Stephen, um, we're so happy that you could join us again. Thank so you. we hope to see you again in another like a uh, few weeks, two to yep. three weeks or so. Yep. And you can catch us up on what's been going on in the city of Paris. So this is Stephen Hale from the City of Paris. He's the Public Information Officer. Thanks, Stephen, for joining us. Thank you very much. And the last thing I'll say is next week is the City State of the City event. And yes. we'll have a couple of announcements that come out of there. So I have some secrets I'm not allowed to say yet. 
But after May the 11th, uh, hopefully we'll get to have a few more. So our next episode, I might have a, a thing or two for you. That's <laughs> awesome. And we will also be there. Yeah, yeah we we'll will. be helping yes. out because we're part of the Chamber of Commerce. So we're very excited yes. to help out yes. and um, get to, to hear that all exciting news. It's going to be good stuff. Very yeah. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Good. Thanks, okay. Stephen, for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio. If you missed any past episodes, just search the Mike and Phoebe show or Alternative Twist Radio on any major podcast app.